Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AMA 30 KLAA. You see a little crack in my voice? <clears throat> All right. Well, it's morning. It's morning. All right. So, anyway, um, welcome, everybody. Good morning. Let me introduce everybody. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host, my co host, my director of the AC Fishing Schools, Mr. Ron Hobbs. Good morning, Ron. Morning, world. Morning, world. I like that. Okay. <laughs> what's, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong with that. Okay. You'd be, you be giggling way too soon here. All right. Well, considering you can get our show anywhere in the world. It is true. Okay, so now we start with, uh, I saved you from your theme song, Ron. Okay, but I can't save this guy. Okay, so without further ado. Okay, coming in from a blaze of glory from Lake Elsinore, California. Owner, operator, designer. Of bite on fishing, Mr. Tony Williams, which uh, I want to ask everybody to do me a huge favor. I want everybody to, um, and I'll, Tony will tell us where you have to go. I want everybody to put in a vote and make them the best company uh, voted in Lake Elsinore. We're going to all cheat. I want you know. I want everybody that's listening in. You're going to tell them where they're going to go, and they're going to vote you. Uh, what do you get? For That's being... right. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. What Good do you morning. get, Tony? This is actually a great honor. It's for the it. I'm um, bite on fishing is up for the small business of the year for the mm-hmm. city of Lake Elsinore. So what do you win, Tony? What That's all win? we want to know. It's you get bragging rights for the next year. You get you get a big plaque. You get a, you know. Okay. So so if you win, you have to give Angler Chronicles uh, some love, uh, some some a gift, a big gift. What do you think? A pontoon. Uh, oh, what do yeah. you think? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that, that, all right. So let's go to uh, the next guy I got here. Okay. Now this guy, you'll know by by the song. Ladies and gentlemen, making his way up the stratosphere. No, that stratosphere is wrong. It's the uh, what is it wrong? Not. Not no no no, making his way up the uh, the dirt column with a lot of water so he can get by. Our resident earthworm, okay, from Max Fish reports, Mister Mister Mister, okay. Although he's not a Mister, he's just a worm. All right, Andrew Mack, what's up, bud? Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, if if uh, Tony does win, he told us that we all get a pro pack. A pro pack? No, 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 no. He's going to have an all expenses paid somewhere. 
Okay, a oh, trip. Perfect. And yeah, he could always take us, you know, to the where he used to live under the 15. We could have a party there. He said he oh, did let us have an all-expensive paid to his house. That's right. Okay, that's it. You throw a party. All right. All right, well, welcome, Andrew. Okay, and then uh, one more guy. He, he has a cool one. Okay. Oh, yeah. When, when you hear this song, it means one thing. Okay, just like we have the sheriff, we also have the complete encyclopedia, okay, of fishing. Mr. Steve Carson, the director of Penn, fin- Penn Fishing University. Good morning, Steve. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. See, you have your own theme song. I love it. I love it. And and by the way, it's appropriate. The biggest selling recording artist of all time. So I'm honored. You're honored. I'm glad you're honored. Okay. Well, we have two guests in the house. Okay. And and and, and um, one of the guests um, is the director of community services at Lake Elsinore, okay, and so uh, you don't I, understand him, he don't die here. So you have a theme song too. <laughs> Probably just right away. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. All right, that's it. Okay, our resident cowboy fan. God, I really don't know why you do this, but anyway, you know, we need somebody to play against, so we love you. Mr. Jonathan Oliver Skinner, good morning, sir. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everyone. And um, I imagine you got a lot of good stuff to um, uh, to share with us today. You're in, you're in studio. We've got a, a Dream Extreme coming, so really looking forward to uh, making this thing happen. Okay. Um, God, I can't find it. I can't find because I, I have another guest and I can't find this song. But you know what? I found it. All right. So. Um, Everything was going good. I had a really cool song for him, Jonathan, but he got smart with me this morning. Okay? So without further ado, Mr. William Johnson. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) This one. (laughs) Without further ado, Mr. William Yummy, yummy, sweet Willie Johnson, director of the um, of the Dream Extreme Fishing Derby. So, good morning. Good morning. See what happens. So, so good morning, Southern See? California. So, it's all good. It's all good. So, Ron, you and I are the only one that we saved each other. I do have one. I love it, but nobody else likes it. So, um, have you heard mine, Jonathan? No, I have not. Oh well, then you know what? Just yeah, for I you, I thought it was short people, wasn't was it? Was that no? one from the Get oh, Shorty? Oh, there we go. There I'm we go. Sorry. Did I say that out loud? You did, and it's okay. Should use my inside voice. Remember actually. that movie called Get Shorty? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, did you guys hear this? Because this is not good. All right, so uh, this is this is right here. <laughs> oh God, oh my! <laughs> ya llegó, ya llegó. Sergio el bailador. Oh, look at my leg. <laughs> Sergio, my leg jumping. Yeah, well, this song is called Sergio the Dancer. Uh, Mariachi Fest is coming up yeah. in the in the fall. There you go, so. man. They play that song. I'll be all there good. You go. And I'll tell you what, just for that, Ron. I uh, no, no, I didn't say. It. Okay, because everybody knows now that Ron had a small accident in the East Cape. He fell down, and he broke his hip, so he has a little Mexican hip in him. And uh, what we find that Shakira, Shakira says, my hips don't lie. 
All right, let's go. Yeah, come on, Ron. Come on, hit it, Ron. Oh, come on, Ron. That was funny. The come war on. is on. <laughs> okay, the, hip, the hips don't lie. Hips don't lie. Anyway, so it's all good. Uh, welcome, guys. And the reason we're here is because we're getting really, really close. The Dream Extreme Fishing Derby is right around the corner. Yep. This will be number nine or ten? Ten. 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 Okay, so this is is a special anniversary. Yes. Ten. Okay, so um, huge success over the ten years. I've been involved with every single one. Yep. Okay, we started with Ronnie. Ronnie started the first, the first one. First, yeah. First. Okay, and where it was to where it is, oh my! Because the first one we launched from the other launch ramp, launch point wasn't even there. I mean, the new ramp wasn't even no. there yet. No. Okay, the second year the new ramp was there, and we were able to participate on that one from the get go. So, um, we're going to do our ninth one with you. That's wow! Pretty awesome. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Okay, and it's just gotten bigger and bigger, better and better every single year. We did we did have the little small hiatus with um, COVID, but that's all done with. Okay, so um, we're good to go. We had one last year. Last year was one day, right? Yes. Okay, yes. and we're going back to two days, two full days. And we'll talk a lot about that today, and we're also going to get into the what's happening. And if you like a little bit of salt in your water, um, oh boy, you better color yourself blue or yellow, because yellowfin tuna in three-plus days and bluefin tuna from three-quarter day to two-day, all right? It's going crazy. And uh, Steve Carson, I'm going to let him lead on that on the second hour. He just came back from a two-day trip aboard the American Angler. He had a very successful trip. But let's go to Earthworm. I'm going to give you two lakes I really want to find out about. Hopefully you have information. Talk to me about Santa Ana River Lakes. That's uh, in our backyard. And then talk to me about Palmdale Fin and Feather. Perfect. So, yeah, so Santa Ana River Lakes, again, they came in with another huge stock of trout. As long as the water doesn't get too warm, they're going to continue to stock trout, which means this could, you know, this could last till the first week of May, second week of May. Um, and it's going to be every week until they can't, you know, physically possible, cannot stock trout anymore to where it's unsafe. And these fish are big. Last week, the big fish was over 18 pounds, almost 19. This week, there's been some big ones put in again. I mean, this lake is just, it's just phenomenal. And if you're fishing these lakes, it all depends on what day you're going. So if you're going to go on the Friday, which is right after the stock, look closer to shore only start start throwing out 10 to 15 feet whether you're soaking soaking bait or jigging i mean that's that's the range the big one was caught in about 10 feet from shore right there by the boat dock mm-hmm. and if you're getting you fish saturday sunday monday start going out a little bit deeper one of the things to look for is the birds the birds are working back and forth for a reason they're not doing that to get their exercise they're doing that because the trout are underneath them and then uh, uh, I've also seen that the catfish are biting. Even though they haven't stopped catfish since last season, there's still some catfish showing up. Um, those lakes are loaded with fish. So a great option. Um, if you're still looking for trout, big trout, you know, definitely San and River Lakes. Now from there, if you travel a little bit north up to 15 or the 5, you'll end up in Palmdale, uh, right there, Palmdale, Fin and Feather. They just had a huge stock Friday morning around 2 in the morning. Uh, this time they put in extra fish. So typically they've been throwing in 5,000 pounds. This time they threw in 6,000 pounds. And this also included bigger fish. 
uh, put in from, uh, I did see multiple fish from like that four pound to like that eight not pound range. Uh, some even bigger than that. I know they put a couple double digits in, um, and I didn't see any of those big fish caught yet, so they're still swimming around. Um, I know that uh, Rick, uh, Rick from Casey Anglers, him and Brandon went out there yesterday, mm-hmm. and they had 10 trout in the, on the stringer uh, in just over an hour, about an hour and five minutes. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, he said it was an amazing morning. Yep. Oh, yeah. And it was there was multiple people that did that. There's so many fish in that lake. You know, whether you're fishing from shore, whether you're fishing from boat, it's just once you find them, it's on, and, and you know, multiple ways to catch them there as well. Well, yeah, I mean, and those lakes here, that, that there is something that I want to bring to your attention before we go heavily into Lake Elsinore, okay? And this week I posted that on April 8th, okay, you guys will appreciate this, uh, uh, up in Oregon at Lake Billy Chinook is a lake. I didn't even know that lake even existed. Uh, this regular goes out there, and he's casting for what he thinks it's kokanee. Did I say that right? Okay. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the reel starts to scream. And he brings in a bull trout, okay? Maxed out his 25-pound scale and measured 33.5 inches. You know what? He let it go. And then he realized it was a world record. It sucks to be you. <laughs> anyway, folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. The Zangler Chronicles will be right back. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. Angels Radio, AM 830. It's a human 
Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And I love the music selection uh, chosen by William and Jonathan. Uh, they had no idea what was on the CD. I had two CDs. I said, pick a number. They picked this number. So far, so good. I like it. I like Very it. And, and Tony, I see his head bopping, so he's good. Ron, not so much, but um, it's okay, Ron. It's okay. One once in a while, we gotta give it up. Okay, but yeah, but William, William and Jonathan likes it. You guys are the stars today, so this is good. You and I listen to this stuff when we go out on the boat time. all the time, so it's all good. Okay, so uh, Earthworm, I wish they would have. The guy would have called you from Oregon. He just totally blew it. Um, he felt bad. And here's the funny, the sad thing is he took a picture of it. <laughs> so he has a picture. It's a monster trout. Did you see it? I posted it on Angler Chronicles uh, about yeah, two I, days. I, I, I thought, yeah, definitely. One thing that he would have to do if, if he was considered, you know, for the record, he would have to have gotten off his boat and actually went on the shore to, uh, to weigh it. Um, mm-hmm. That's one thing that will disqualify you for so. Right, but 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 think about this: you're in the lake, completely still. Okay, the boat was not rocking at all. Okay, and the story goes that he he maxed the scale out instantly. Went it went all the way up, so it was more than 25 pounds, no doubt. I don't know exactly the numbers, but the record I think is 32, 32 or 33 pounds from Idaho. On a trout, I think that's where where it's at. But anyway, yeah, it's sad. He you know, catches a beautiful fish. Um, he made it on, um, on on USA Today, okay, in the outdoor section. That's where I got it from. And uh, well, at least he made the newspaper. But yeah, he said he was pretty bummed. Yeah, okay. That's because he didn't know Mac the knife here. Okay, all right. So um, totem pole. Oh, dweller, totem pole, under totem pole dweller. Um, yeah, so um, if anybody ever has any questions and you're on Facebook, please, 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 just shoot him a, uh, shoot Andrew a, a personal message through um, Max Fish Reports, okay? And uh, you are an IGFA certified representative, right? Yep, yep, sure am. Okay, and uh, he can guide you into what do you have to do. Okay, so when I catch that... Uh, that sailfish or marlin on two pound test. I'm gonna use one one pound test. Is one pound test easily accessible? Can you get one pound yeah. test? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you get you get it at your local store. It's called oh. Dental Floss. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, two pound test I think is thinner than two than dental floss. But here's the deal. Talking about two pound test, Tony. I just want to let you know. I've already let Andrew know as well. I have begun practicing, and you know what? Uh-oh. William was with me when yes. I did this, and um, my I'm guessing about two and a half pounds was on that bass, okay, on four pound. Okay, so you guys better be ready. Two pound is coming. I played with four pound again this week. Uh, two pound is coming. But here's the deal. I talked to somebody who knows, and Steve Carson, you jump in when you can. Not all lines are created equal. Yes. So we are going to have one spool of line, and you will spool you're real, like I will, on the boat from the same spool. Because I don't want to be using, you know, a, a tournament-rated two-pound test, and they're using triple X, which we know breaks at four or five pounds. So we will spool from the same one. I've already run, run because he has warned these guys not to poke a sleeping bear. So, Ron, he's going to be a referee. Okay? You are. Oh. 
Okay. Well, you, you you're the only one that can keep uh, keep these keep the guys. In I'm the only one that can catch a fish. Ouch. Ooh. Well, ah. that's what Andrew said to me. Really? Mm. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> do you, yes, do you, do you want to poke the sleeping bear too? I am the uh, official uh, referee. Okay, but you you brought out your bath, your yes. trout rod too, didn't you? Yes, I did. And we caught some fish. It was really good. So um, anyway, so you guys uh, be forewarned that in the summer when the bass start to really go, the four of us are going to get on the boat. Done. The AC sled, and we're going to spool up right there. And you can only use 1,000 size reel. And you can only use the feather like we all have the one to four pound test rods. That's the only rod that you can use. Okay? You saw that feather, it was a noodle. You can't even set the hook. You just put it in gear and gets it. So we'll have some fun with that. And um, maybe why I'll bring. You select, why did you limit it to the 1,000 reel? Because, I, I don't know, I'm crazy. <laughs> Is that what fits in your hand the best? Wow. Yeah. Plays of glory. <laughs> Good job, Tony. Okay, your, your, your theme song just changed. Uh-oh. Okay, yeah, I'll I come like up with a song. good one. Okay, but anyway, so um, that's that on the two-pound. So let's get to what really is going on. On May 19th, 20th, and 21st, folks, it's one of the biggest events of the year. Okay, and that is the 10th annual Dream Extreme Fishing Derby, sponsored by the City of Lake Elsinore, Lake Elsinore Hotel and Casino, and many other um, uh, sponsors. But primarily, it's the two of you. Jonathan, you're here representing the city as the director of community services. Um, you're so lucky I didn't say what you represent with mm. because you, you you already came at me this morning, so I was going to say something <laughs> like, yeah. Jonathan is really quiet. He went, ooh. So, yeah, no. no but you're, you're the director for once again, and um, it's been just simply flawless um, tournaments. Um, so first question, and we'll shoot some questions. What do you think the prize, uh, what are the prize totals for this year? I mean, this year's actually going to be phen- phenomenal, uh, as usual. Uh, we always have great raffles. I get uh, tons of great uh, sponsorships from just about everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know from a rod count right now, I'm already at like 17 rods. 17 rods will be raffled off, and there'll be a lot more stuff. But I think what you're talking about is $15,000 minimum oh, worth yeah. of cash and prizes. Um, that's what makes it cool. Yeah, and we throw that number out there, but it it typically it's it, it, it exceeds that. By I heard there's a TV in the mix. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I think I can share. You know, um, friend uh, Jonathan Skinner, him and his wife Janelle, they have donated uh, a TV to the Derby two years in a row. Yeah, we really believe in it. I mean. Uh, I met Ron and, and, and Sergio and, and, and Tony years ago through, uh, through William and, and, um, and the Derby. I remember my first time going to the Derby is the most exciting thing I had. And, and so for us, it's, it's just giving back to the anglers who, who take care of the city. And, you know, um, the 10th annual is, is amazing. And then I just really want to say real quick, uh-huh. I want to thank uh, uh, Randy over at, uh, over at the, the casino. You know, we've been working together on uh, the last couple of years and, you know, the, the, uh, the casino is really 
really behind this and and William's doing a fantastic job you know we've been talking for the last couple of weeks and he's telling me all these different places that he's going and you know the city um, we actually wanted to be a, a real sponsor like we were last year and so we're really really excited about yeah it. this thing is really coming together um, and, and it should because as we do more and more it should be bigger and better okay and that's what's happening here um, also you know since you mentioned the casino got to give it up to the owner Ted, okay, Ted is an amazing guy. He really believes in this, Absolutely. okay, and so um, thank you, Randy, too, for being the, he, he's the leg man. He just gets everything done on his end, and I want to thank you, Jonathan, because you guys have brought the city in, so with you and Jason and the entire um, council, I mean, I I love it, and, and, and I had no idea that you were the one donating the um, the television, and I've always said, the reason I think that the city of Lake Elsinore works so well is because the council who manages and governs actually believes in their city yes. and they always give back and they work for nothing. Okay. And you don't have, you're not a sponsor. You work for the city and yet you're putting up a television. So you know what? That shows, I can't say the word yeah. on TV. Well, well <laughs> but, a big addition for the Derby is them. And, I see, you know, everybody knows I fish all over Southern California, everywhere. Mm -hmm. I've never lived in a city, been a part of a city that puts more effort into their lake. And when I say the lake, the fish. The amount of money that this city spends on putting fish. Well, talk in about their the lake. stocking. It's okay. unbelievable. So, uh, stocking. Talk to me. How many times are you going to talk this year? Well, we're going to stock. Uh, you know, we get about seventy-five thousand dollars a year, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, we we didn't stock since uh, August really um because of everything that was going on so we hit it a couple of weeks ago actually about a month ago we'll be hitting it uh, before the uh, dream extreme fishing derby but the cool thing that happened um is we got a, approached by uh california fish and wildlife and said uh you know we have some some great wipers that uh we'd love to to give you because uh you know we know that you're the only lake in California that's been certified to have wipers. So they gave us 46,000 head of six to eight to nine inch wipers. Okay, well, let me, when you stop, let me stop you on the wiper and go right to Steve Carson. Carson, tell us something about those wipers. Well, that's a hybrid between white bass and striped bass. And uh, one of the things about, like, like many hybrids of all kinds of different animals, they are sterile, so they can't have babies. So if you put them in a lake and you decide you don't really want them there, then eventually they'll, you know, they'll die of old age if you wait long enough. But uh, they are very fast growing, super fast growing, great to eat, and the best thing about them, besides fast growing, the best thing about them for fishermen, especially for Sergio, they're one of the dumbest fish ever. <laughs> I love you. I love you, Scott. Steve. Steve? You, you heard the Beatles for the last time. Oh, you, you, I think you're going to get the flock of seagulls next. Am I going to get the monkey? Am I, am I going to get the monkeys? No, I think I think flock of seagulls. He's going to run away. Ran oh. away so far, so far. Anyway, keep going. All right. So, but, but what I like is what you're saying. The wiper actually serves another purpose. Okay, on the cart, right? Steve. Well, yeah. They, well, they they eat everything that that gets in their way, and um, 
the young carp also tend to school in open water, which is which the wipers also prefer open water. They're not like a largemouth bass or something that uh, you know kind of gets behind a, a big log and a big rock and, and sits there and waits and ambushes. Um, they are out in the open water. That's another good thing about them. Yes. They're out in the open water swimming around. Uh, they, you may see them boiling themselves, or you may see birds kind of working over them almost like salt water because guess what? Half of their lineage is a saltwater fish, a striped bass. Right. So, uh, you know, uh, when, when the, uh, the, the baby carp are schooling in open water, it's almost like a school of bonita chasing a school of anchovies. And, uh, in fact, the, par- the fishing parallels are, are very similar in that you may see the birds diving, you may see the, 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 the fish boiling. You know, don't go charging through them full speed with your, with your outboard motor, but come up to the outside, uh, you know, of the, of the school and cast uh, just about anything that looks like a small fish into the middle of that school, and you're going to get a bite. All right. Hey, hold on Keep to that on. thought. Don't, don't take them out because they may get, we don't really know yet, they may get over 20 pounds. Yeah, hold that and, thought, uh, Steve. Hold that thought, Steve. i got to go to, uh, to break. But, yeah, we'll come back and we'll talk about that because I think it's a great phenomenon. And last year they caught a lot of them. They caught a lot of them. Uh, they weren't the right size yet, but they caught a lot of them last year, so this year's going to be crazy. All right, folks, you're on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Where the working man does his best to provide safety and shelter for kids and a wife. Giving a little of a soul every day, making overtime to keep the wolves away. Angels Radio, AM 830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio, Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burn. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The Burn Style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the Fuel Style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. 
Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Such a trap. Sit sit Okay, even Tony was doing it. You could be one of the miracles there for us. <laughs> anyway, welcome back, everybody. And uh, as we went to break, uh, we're talking, and I think everybody should realize that the 10th Annual Dream Extreme Derby is coming. Yeah. And it's coming soon. Yes. Okay, we're talking about three weeks. It'll be here. It is May 19th for the captain's meeting Friday night at the casino at the poolside. And then two days of fishing. Yes. What I love about this, and we always make a comment with Danny Jackson, it's not a tournament. It's a derby. And the reason we called it derby is because it, it's not so competitive, the ugly side of the competitive nature. This is ideal. I mean, Rhonda fishes on this tournament, okay? And she's, she's eager. She's going to be signing up here with uh, her new partner. Okay, this is funny. So uh, Kim couldn't go this year. So Mike, who was driving the boat, goes, well, I still want to fish. So Mike's going to be um, the other angler angel. Angler, I mean. <laughs> angler angel. Okay. So Rondo will be doing this. And um, it's it's because it's a lot of fun. Yes. Okay. And this is about having fun, catching some fish. And uh, with the thing with the addition of the wipers, it's going to be crazy. Rhonda said that she was having a hard time catching a catfish because there was so much wiper action going on. And that's when they were just around 12 inches or so. So they weren't quite legal this year. Because they grow how much a year, uh, Carson? A year. They, they grow an inch a month. So that's 10, 12 inches a year. And I wanted to add one other thing, Sergio. I tried. I got to admit, I failed. But uh, the hybrid striped bass have a couple of different names. Uh, wiper is the most common that everybody uses. It, it's definitely caught on. Back in my journalistic days when I used to write a lot, you know, back when, when paper used to be important, um, I tried to, to get the other name for them established and failed, but I still like it better. And you know what that is, Sergio? What's that? Wes? Sunshine bass. Sunshine bass. Okay, that's I like pretty. that name better. I'm sorry. Well, okay, yeah, okay. That's that's gonna make a lot of difference in your new theme song. <laughs> Sunshine <laughs> on my shoulders <laughs> makes, makes you happy. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I'm pretty sure John Denver was a fly fisherman. I'm, I, I, yeah. I haven't been able to verify that, but he hung out in Colorado long enough. He probably took it up at least occasionally. Yeah, but. He shouldn't go flying. That's, that's the only thing. Oh, so that, oh, too early? Oh. Mm. Too oh, early? That's too early, Sergio. Just Next. like just like Sonny Bono. You know what? You guys ever oh. you guys remember George of the Jungle? Remember yeah, George, yeah. George, George, George of the Jungle? You know what he said to Sonny Bono? 
Watch out for that tree. Watch out for that Ouch. tree. That's Man. is it too early? A little bit. Cher got over it. You hear that knocking? That's the FCC coming for your life. <laughs> <laughs> or the devil, one of the two. Oh, one of the two, yeah. Anyway, so um, all good. Um, again, folks, the, the key to this is, look, there's 15 grand, possibly more, in cash and prizes. Okay? you got, It's almost, it's 100 a percent payout, right? Yes. Uh, every entry goes directly back to the anglers. All right. So, so there, there's no bureaucracy. 100% of the money that goes in goes back to the anglers and the awards. Um, plus, the city puts in a sizable amount of money. Okay. This is cash, guys, that the city puts in. Yeah. So what we do is we, we work through the casino because the city can't put in, in cash. But, you know, we work through William. And actually, we just sent off the check last week. So, it, you know... I know one of the, you know, the, the what do they call it, the, the bear in the room or whatever it is, uh, you know, about the water in at the lake. And mm -hmm. uh, just a couple of things. One, we have more water than we've had since. Well, I, you guys are above oh optimal. What, it's two th we're at 1244.43. That's three foot over. Three, yeah, three and so, so William knows that. Because it was before I got here, is when they put in the the boat launch, they marked the the pillars, right? Mm -hmm. So we've been down at least I don't know two feet, you know, that you're able to see this white line. It's so much that it's now you can't see the white line. Anymore. Right, you're you're, you're you're above uh, what's considered uh, optimal. Optimal was just twelve forty, okay, but so. extra water is always good. It's good. Okay. Now one of the things that that we're working through is this algae bloom, you know. Uh, and, and and to be honest with you, it's been a really difficult kind of situation over the last couple of months. When it hit us uh, last August nineteenth, two thousand twenty-two, stuck in my head. Mm -hmm. um, it's something that we hadn't seen. But the other thing people don't realize, it also hit a lot of the major uh, bodies of water right. throughout the throughout the uh, throughout the country. Uh, Big Bear is one of them, and so they're still dealing with the situation. So what we're doing is we're constantly monitoring. We we do water tests uh, periodically to see how it is, and so the lake is is open. It's under an, a danger advisory, and what that means is. No body contact as far as going swimming and, and that kind of stuff. But water skiing, we highly you know want you not to do that because of the, the water contact. Boating is fine. We actually been fishing, as you know. Mm -hmm. Bob Catfish McGee is out there. Well, you, I mean, he's probably you, out there right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was actually out there um, yesterday with uh, my bite on. Thank you very much, Tony. Well, yeah. listen, if, if cause I know he listens, so. Uh, we love you, Bob McGee. Okay, Angler Chronicle loves you, and I really look forward to having him because we're going to be broadcasting live from the Bobber there, like we do every year. And I'm really looking forward to having Bob come up, give us his update on the city, gives us an update on his fishing because every Saturday he goes out there with his dog. In fact, uh, one of the things Jonathan, uh, when he films, he loves to do, okay, is get him with the drone, okay, and the dog just loves the drone. So, yeah, I know. So we 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 love Bob McGee. We love everybody in the city and. Big Big huge shout out to uh, the mayor Natasha, okay, and um, Steve and Tisdale and Tim and Tim. 
mm-hmm. Sheridan, who and I hear the, is now the, the, the announcer for he's the, the voice storm. of the voice Lake of the Elsinore storm. storm Baseball. That yeah. won the uh, Cow League last year. I actually got my ring. I should have brought it in. It's yeah, I saw it's, everybody it's was very, showing their little cool. ring there. Okay, yeah. But the thing is, you know, when you take a look at these fish, and and, and Bob is a, is a catch and release, takes a picture and catch and release, and you're taking a look at the at the catfish. You're also taking a look at the wipers. Um, I sent you some pictures of yeah. the the bass that was uh, the caught and and the and the crappie. Beautiful color, beautiful fish. Um, you know, something that you want to make sure is. Um, I'm a catch and release kind of guy, and William William really taught me that. Is you know, uh, CPR is, is one of my favorite things to do: catch, uh, photograph, and release. And so, that's one of the things that that will help you know um, keep people safe when they're when they're fishing in the lake. Yeah. So um, here here's the idea. Okay, um, I think what I the, the lake, even though the you've got a few issues with the water. Um, it doesn't transfer really to the fish. I don't know of any, Steve, I don't think I've, I've ever heard of an algae bloom affecting the actual fish when you eat it, okay? It may affect them when they're in the water because of oxygen levels and this, but I don't, I don't think it translates. However, how about this? And I'll throw this out. You guys let us know uh, maybe by next Saturday. Why don't we do the derby, just to be safe, okay, where you have to weigh your fish live okay you bring your catfish live and then you release the catfish same thing with the wipers the only one that if you catch and we just get, leave them out would be the carp because it's great to do that because we do have five divisions what are they uh, William um, copy catfish carp wiper and bass and bass so uh, obviously the bass have to be released Ron what's the length of the bass that you want Minimum. What's the lake? Um, the, the lake. The rule is fourteen inches. <clears throat> fourteen inches. So if they have to be fourteen inches, if not, don't bother bringing them up to Ron because he gets very angry. He may throw the scale at you. Okay. Uh, I do need to say this because it's in the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will not be penalized for a fish coming in dead outside of uh, a bass and a wiper. Okay. Um, if it comes in dead as a, a bass and a wiper, there is a penalty per the rules of the derby. Uh, you won't be penalized if you bring in a dead crappie, catfish, or uh, carp. Okay, but but the idea is let's see if we can be responsible fishermen and do a catch and release. Very similar like we do with all the calico bass tournaments here. They bring them up live, we weigh them, get them back in the bag, and go bat release and get them out there back in the lake. That's always good. That's your, how you perpetuate these tournaments for or derbies is to get bigger and bigger and bigger fish. Okay, so yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. Steve Carson, um, uh, what's your guess? Or nah, actually, I don't know if Steve actually knows this question. It's more for you, William. What's the biggest catfish you guys have gotten out of that lake? Oh, I've seen a 26 pounder, um, but we know that there was a over 50 pounder uh-huh. by the name of Whiskers. Whiskers. Uh, and yes. you actually have Whiskers we- Beach. Right? Whiskers Beach, yes. yes. Mm. And and um, is he still in there? The general? I'm not is another sure. One? Uh, I haven't 
heard in recent years of a rod being just snatched off the shoreline or out of a pole holder, you know, and into the water and water skiing across the lake in a couple <laughs> of years. But and just imagine. Yeah, for a while there, it was pretty frequent where I get reports of rods just snatched in the water. They didn't have time to get to it, you know, and it's just gone. Never saw it. It happened yesterday, actually, when the, over at the launch point, uh, some uh, anglers were on the, the fishing piers and the guy wasn't paying attention. His, his rod went in <laughs> into the into the lake and uh ouch yeah they actually had a a, a, a boat happen to be out and brought him back his his uh his rod oh, so got it back yeah that's rare that's that, good that's really good okay so um there's big fish in there okay uh, i know the bass have been big in fact you and i william we actually caught a was it seven yeah. so a pounder uh largemouth bass in the lake um, you don't hear a lot about it uh, simply because the people that catch them there, they're not going to tell you. No. One of the one of the, and I don't know if it's an issue or a blessing. You don't have a lot of structure in the lake, so when you find a bed or you find some, let's clarify, didn't, didn't, didn't. Okay. With this new influx of water uh-huh. in the lake, uh, oh my God. Oh the, yeah, a lot of stuff in the oh, underwater. It is. Yeah. Uh, all of the weed lines and tree lines that mm-hmm. were probably six, seven feet offshore, they're now three underwater. to five foot underwater. Okay. Well, so, you know, over, so at, over at Launch Point, that's, thanks for that, William. Over at Launch Point, you know, we have the beach where we usually do our kids' fishing derby. Right. That actually is underneath, underwater. There's the the trees are out there. It's own it's a it's its own island. So that's how much water that we we do have. And you know if you're fishing over there, we call it uh, uh, McGee's Point because that's where Bob goes to mm-hmm. fish. Uh, the rock weir that goes out, you, it's it's underwater. You can't yeah. see it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I took the drone out uh, a couple of weeks ago before the rain, and you know just to try to see where the spots were and see how much water was back there. And right after the rain, man, there's going to be some fishing. There's going to be some good fish lost and good fish caught. Yeah, and going back to the point I was making about I've never seen a city that puts more fish in it. Like, yeah, we have to think, people. They have been doing this, this stocking. I'm not just a, uh, the wipers. So to date, I think the city has put in over 200,000 200, 200, oh. wiper. Um, yeah, and, and, and let me say this for, for, for our listeners. Uh, unlike Santa Ana River Lakes, Mountain Lakes, Palm Fin, uh, the Palmdale Fin and Feather, this is different, okay? This is the only real lake in Southern California. Everything else is a reservoir, and Steve will, will give you more information in the next segment. But it's not overfished like all the other ones. So this... They compound. They get bigger and they get bigger and they get bigger. So um, that that that's that's what we got to talk about because I think this year we're gonna have a brute coming out, one or two brutes coming in. Okay, so I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, it's Rhonda. <laughs> but if not, we'll bring it in. All right, folks. Angels Radio AM eight thirty K LA's Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back and we'll talk a little bit more about this Derby, which I think is one of the events of the year. We'll be right back. And just let her cry If the tears fall down like rain Let her sing If it eases all her pain 
Angels Radio, AM 830. Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio. AM 830. You like that? Yeah, this is for Tony, folks. This segment is for Tony. You'd like this kind of music, Tony. His hands bopping. William and, uh, and Jonathan, I were ready to just jump in and sing. Ron is asleep, but we'll wake him up in a minute. Okay. I don't know what Carson's doing. Hey, Ron is bobbing his head. <laughs> oh, he's bobbing his head. Oh, guilty. Guilty. I can't see him from there. I Anyway, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. This is Angle Chronicles. And, folks, I hope that you guys can feel the love in this room. We, we're, we're all really good friends. And um, the one thing I can tell you is um, since the get-go, and I actually before that time, but for Angle Chronicles, the, the relationship we have with the city is just amazing. We, it's like family. Um, it, I mean, Tony. Tony, Tony lives in Lake Elsinore now. Okay, so that's Down the street a, from William. So. I, yeah, still underneath. The, is he under the freeway or is he in the, in the pipe? Did your value of the house go down because of the tent? Yeah. Is the drain pipe? It's a drain add-on. It's a drain add-on. Yeah, he's in uh, 234 Drain Pipe Lane. <laughs> <laughs> just take the 15. Uh, just take the right 15. Next to the sump pump. Just yeah. before the off ramp. Yes, just right, right there. there. No, right, it's all good. It. Tony's lived there. Area. You have a beautiful house, Tony. I'm, in fact, we've been there. We paid bocce ball in the backyard. It was fun. But anyway, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great relationship. And the reason is the quality of the people that actually live there. Um, it used to be, I think, the, one of the best kept secrets in Southern California. You know, like Elson, you didn't think much of it. But what's been going on, at least for me and my experience in the last 15 years, no, more than that, I've been um, affiliated. Because yeah, like, Ronnie was there, God, way before that. And I, it, uh, I used to race my boat there, and um, I, I've been there for a long, long time. In fact, the, the first flood uh, years and years and years ago, and um, wow. Uh, you know, I, I, if I was a younger person and was moving, I would definitely. I'm serious. They, 
between the quality of everything you have out there and what you spent and what your family uh, of councilmen and the mayor it's it's a family and you all get along and you all talk walk to you talk the walk and yeah and and, and ron speaks the truth because his hips don't lie so <laughs> just remember that so anyway but it's true no it's uh, everything he said is true because i have i have witnessed especially over the last 17 18 years the improvements okay and that came when you guys started getting some new council members because i said natasha steve bob uh, Brian and Tim. Tim. Okay, mm-hmm. those are the five. These guys love their city, and they work for peanuts because I think it's a hundred, hundred fifty dollars. I think is all they make a month. That doesn't even cover the, their photocopies. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so they do it because they love it. You have a guy like Bob spends every weekend with his dog fishing the lake. Um, so there's a nat- there's a a real love for the city, and this has translated in everything you've done. You spent, I remember, nearly $10 million on that uh, launch ramp, mm-hmm. okay? Then on top, you topped it off with, I think it's over $20 million for launch point. 20. I know it wasn't s- s- slotted for that amount of money, but when you look what's in there, it's amazing. You have yurts. I wish, I wish Ben was here because he can't pronounce the word yurt. Yurts. Okay, you got the yurts there. They're all themed. They were designed by a, a, an interior designer. Uh, Ron loves the one. Which is the one you like, Phil? Rock and roll, baby. The rock and roll. <laughs> the bed is actually a stage. I wrote my name on the wall up there. I hope nobody minds. No, we actually <laughs> laminated it. It looks oh, really did? good. Cool. Oh, All beautiful. Right. Then you That's have good. Airstreams. How many Airstreams do you guys have? Uh, we have uh, nine right now. We have nine right now. And the thing is, it's not just Airstreams. It's uh, vintage. vintage trailers mm-hmm. anywhere back from the 50s all the way to the to the 90s. One of them was actually stated uh, it's by... It's a great uh, play. Um, you know, the ones in the 50s and the 40s, that's something that Steve Taylor would feel Swift, very... Yeah. Steve would feel very comfortable uh, yeah. in, in those Airstreams. Right, Steve? I, I actually love Airstreams. No, no, no. But you would feel at home in a 50s... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you mean, oh, I get it, I get it. But, uh, <laughs> Here he goes again, Steve. I mean, there was no Airstreams in 1850, but, you know, you know. but then again, you and Ron and Danny Jackson were on the trolling team for Noah's Ark. Did you know that? <laughs> and we had a triple hookup. You had a triple hookup <laughs> on the same fish. <laughs> but no, it's all good. But it, when, you, when you talk about Launch Point, you know, it, it's and, and everything that's going on in the city. And, we, you know, we could talk about downtown and all these different places. You know, it, it starts with an idea. It starts with a dream, you know, and that's why we're the Dream Extreme. And, and council um, looks to leadership. Mm-hmm. And the leadership starts at, at, at our city manager. And, you know, first it started with Grant. Grant Yates. Mm-hmm. When I came on, Grant hired me in 2014. Mm-hmm. And they had a, you know, when we talk about it, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, at the time, we were only at like 25, 27% built out. Mm-hmm. Now we're around 35, 36. It's a lot of businesses coming in. Well, he passed passed the torch over to Jason Simpson, who is mm-hmm. now our city manager. And the the team really believes in the dream. You know, we want to be the city of Dream Extreme. Well, you know, the little things, uh, and I think this is, and, and the reason I, I bring this up because it really um, influences this Dream Extreme Fishing Derby. I mean, because everything that's put into the city as far as projects, which is the the, the one where the, the baseball fields are, um, I always remember the, forget the name. What, Rosetta? Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone? No, Rosetta, <laughs> no, Rosetta Stone. <laughs> you like that? All right, give me the actual name. Rosetta what? Rosetta uh, Canyon Sports Park. 
Right, and you guys have like five. There's five five uh, competitive uh, softball fields, and we have teams coming from uh, college teams coming from all over the United States. You also have a football field. There's a football field that's also soccer used. field. There's a football soccer field that's there. Right. We also have a community garden that's there. And, I'm working and to get you uh, Messi to come in and, and do that some would soccer. be good. Yeah. You know, if, at least do it the next three and a half years because uh, then you keep drinking stop the coffee. It'll yeah. come soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, but again. So that, that was a huge project that I actually saw from the beginning to the end. Uh, launch Point, the same thing. The, um, the Launch Ramp as well. But that's not all. And you got pro- projects in downtown, and we're going to talk about that as well. But all of this, all you guys put into the city, is really reflected in the uh, in the Derby. Because there's there, there's no, not, no punches being held here. No. Okay? Um, folks, $15,000 worth of cash and prizes. And... I don't think we have any professional, quote unquote, professional fishermen. Everybody's a local, or Rhonda has her team, as people come from all over. And we go to have fun. We, we, we come together as anglers and brothers and sisters. I mean, we've had fathers and sons, fathers and daughters, mothers and daughters, two girlfriends. You know, they go, yeah. hey, you know, hey, let's go fish. You know, two friends go out there and fish. We have, you know, obviously the team of guys. Um, so you know what? It, it is a derby. It's got a very, very fun environment. Uh, we do it, you know, tournament style in the sense, you know, Ron, Tony, and Andrew, they handle the weigh-in. So whatever Ron says there at the weigh-in station, that's what goes. Okay, William, you write up all the rules. Okay, they've been pretty much the same every year. So there's no guessing. There's no questioning. Um, it's easy, and over fifteen thousand dollars worth of cash and prizes. And but his two day event yeah. payouts every day, right? Yes. So how do the how do the payouts work every day? Um, biggest fish, biggest um, fish for the day, first, second, and third. Then you have side pots for each species that is paid out uh, on each day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on Sunday you do the biggest fish for the day, biggest fish. Uh, Overall, per, per group, then you do first, second, and third. Right. And, overall, and, and there's five divisions, right? Yes. So, if, folks, you have. I think it's like 16 payouts in total. Well, yeah. No, well, if you have five a day times three, that's 15. No, but one day it's five, and then one day it's eight. Okay, you lost me. I don't, I don't know the new math. <laughs> it's eight and eight. Did you know actually. the old math? Yeah. <laughs> So, so, yeah, so potentially so, you have a payout for each species, right? Not, and you have a biggest fish for the day, uh, right? But Saturday. the biggest fish is overall. That's uh, only well, one. That's on Saturday you have the biggest fish for the day. Then oh, on Sunday, okay, you have a payout of the each species, and then you have a first, second, and third place on big pay, fish. On biggest fish. Oh, okay, yeah. It's don't don't forget it. about the uh, oh, uh, Bob McGee and the Bob McGee uh, catfish. First challenge. catfish brought up. Now, I told Rhonda. Whatever you have, you come out. She remember she came, Ron. Remember that was funny. I, I was impressed she didn't slip and fall. I'm okay, she didn't run that fast. Yeah, she came <laughs> with her little catfish and waded in and won the hundred bucks, and she was so happy. You know, she did not spend the hundred dollars on me. Go well, figure. Really? Yeah. No. She asked me for another hundred dollars. No. <laughs> she asked me for another hundred dollars. She could buy a pair of shoes. All right, we're going to break. We'll be back with our number two, folks. Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. We'll be right back. 
poor Sam's was a mess. Always itching, licking. His paws were soaking wet. He had bald spots on his back. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. Dynavite is nutrition. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Whether you own a local business or a global one, you're always looking for ways to position your operation to create opportunities and move on them faster. With Bank of America, you get access to experts, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter, locally and globally. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Copyright 2023, Bank of America, N.A. Angels Radio AMA 30, KLA. Orange County, Los Angeles, and Inland Empire. Where Angels baseball lives. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed are those of the program sponsors and not necessarily the views of AMA 30 KLAA, its owners or management. Any and all on-air promotions broadcast during paid programming are the sole responsibility of the show owner and not the responsibility of AMA 30 KLAA. Welcome back to our number two with more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. All right, if you don't know what this is all about, when you hear this song, you've been asleep. I don't know where you've been. Maybe you were hanging out with Tony underneath the bridge with no uh, Wi-Fi. But anyway, without further ado, my dear friend, I mean dear, dear friend, for decades we realized it the other day, okay, um, the sheriff, the jig slinger, the man himself, without him, I don't know where Angler Chronicles would be. So uh, the CEO of Filmdom, as I like to call, the sheriff himself, Mr. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. Well, good morning, Sergio. Good morning to all of you boys. You got a again a full house in there, and I I love it. You know when you got Steve Carson and Ron and Tony Andrew, William, uh, Jonathan Oliver Skinner. I I hope I've got everybody there, boy. Well, you didn't That's, mention uh, me. <laughs> I said good morning, Sergio. Yes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yes, I did. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's nice to hear all the talk about the Derby because that's uh, you know it's a very special event. Uh, more about that later. In fact, you'll get to see that episode from last year again at eight o'clock tomorrow morning. Um, so anyway, I, you know what? Well, I wanted to say this most of all. I'll get right into tomorrow's show. You know, I, I was thinking, Sergio and friends, um, I had not been fishing. I went fishing yesterday, and I had not been fishing in probably five months, maybe six months. And I'm trying. I was trying to think yesterday when we were out there had a great time uh how long has it been in my life that i went that long without fishing you know even in my military years and that was back in the 60s i still fished i fished in the south china sea and uh you know and off of vietnam i i never went without fishing until we get all this weather this last winter yes. and and plus a few physical problems so uh, but anyway, it felt good to be back out, Sergio. We 
went out of Freedom Boat Club, of course, on the Defiance uh, Pilot House, and uh, looking for rockfish. And we we found them. We had limits of reds early. Okay, so and, let me uh, let me ask you on the reds. How how deep yeah. how deep did you have to go? Most of our reds, that's not all of them, are about four hundred feet. We tried a a spot that was given to me that was five thirty five. It's a very small spot. We never could really get on it good. And uh, so we came back into a spot where we've had success before. And they were there. And, you know, they weren't uh, San Nicolas size by any means, but they were quite decent. I posted a few photos of them. And we did get our limit. There were three of us fishing, so that's 12 uh, fish. And then we got a lot of other things, too. My gosh, you know, so we went out in deeper, a different area and, Got some starry eyes. And so, but but I think I think it's time to confess. I mean, you know, uh, and I got a chance to do this with uh, with William. I took William in six hundred plus and just watched him as he had to turn the handle, and then uh, huh. he saw what I was doing. I was doing my thumb push-ups. Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 So the only thing he heard as he was cranking was. Electric reel. You got you got a yeah, chance. Yeah, I got to hear that too, Sergio. We went on the Enterprise in 660 feet. Okay, and they're cranking. I'm just going. Uh, Jonathan, it's coming up too slow. Let me push the button. Go a little faster. That's right. I went faster. <laughs> yeah. So it's all good. Uh, so you got a chance to use that too. Did the batteries work well, out yeah, for you? And let, and let me tell you about that Tanacom. Is what we're talking about, of course. My two buddies, I offered it to either one of those. It's, oh, no, 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 no. We're 500 feet, 600 feet. We'll grind, you know, that's no problem. We're younger guys. Okay, well, that's fine. But, you know, when you get a bite and, and you don't, and, and that, and you don't set a fish, what do you, what do we all think about? Maybe I better check my bait, right? You only got two hooks to begin with. And, and who wants to check their bait when, in 600 feet of water? It's not just all. Rock Cod Ron. Rock Cod Ron. He loves that. Okay, Ron. In fact, he said, "You know, yeah, he wants his." When we go fishing, Serge, I want you to hit seven hundred. I want to try this seven hundred feet, no problem. Rock Cod Ron, and he goes, "You know, I'll even use just one hook." That's that's how crazy I am, right, Ron? Absolutely. (laughs) I cannot. (laughs) It is the best. You know, Sergio. Let me say this: You put uh, the small battery on the Tanacom. I was starting off with a with a big bigger battery to set on the deck and the cable. And you look like Ghostbusters and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But uh, that small battery that you uh, got, you got a couple of them uh, for the for that reel, and they just attach. They just screw in. It, it's it's not even as big as a baseball. I'm trying out loud. Yeah, well, we'll wait. We'll wait to the. I saw one angler that was on the boat with us. He, there was only two of us with the electric reels, and what he did, he took the battery and instead of just attaching it to the the reel itself, which is somewhat cumbersome. Okay, um, he put a, a Velcro strip on the uh, on the butt of the rod, and then ran the yeah. cord, so it's not intrusive yeah. in your hand. I'm gonna. We have the cord there. I'm gonna try that. And then you just leave the cord attached and just you know take the the battery off the cord. And how many batteries did you use? Just one, huh? Oh yeah, not even that. I mean, yeah. it did it it worked all Because on the Enterprise, but, uh, the whole day I just used the one battery and it still had juice in oh, it. Oh yeah, one one is good for a full day's fishing. There's, there's no question about it. You know the nice thing about the Tanacom also, if you're a little bit shallower water, let's say, say you know what, hey, hey I want to grind for a while. You know what? You can. Uh, it's, it's a regular uh, Tan- Daiwa 
level wine uh, real. It's quality. It's not huge. Uh, you can just use it as a regular reel. Just don't put the battery on it, and you've got a regular, uh, great uh, Daiwa uh, level wine reel. Yeah, and so, for more, most people, to get an idea of the size of the 500 anyway, it's very similar to a Daiwa 400. Alexa. Just a little uh -huh. bit taller because it's got the display. But it's pretty much, I mean, Alexa, okay? Alexa 400. So that, that that's yeah, about the yeah. size. So it's very light. It's really good. All right, Jackson. So congratulations. I saw the photos. They look good. Uh, what's on TV tomorrow? Well, here's what we're going to do because we've got it coming up in June. And I, uh, the Tuna War 7. And you'll see in this, um, uh, in the episode, uh, of course, Dave Marciano and Paul Hebert. Uh, Nancy, of course. Um, I put some uh, invite, what I call invite graphics in there, because I was talking with Tim. Uh, forget his last name, but but he um, he told me to get, uh, put put Howard's name on there and his and his uh, e email address. Mm -hmm. One reason I'm mentioning that is because they had a few cancellations, so there is a little bit of room, not much. Oh so wow! I put the contact. I put a con the contact information in in this episode. Very but, cool. but talk about the episode. You know, well, you, you know what? It, it's, it's great. And, and that one has grown, too. And, folks, this benefits Friends of Rollo, the kids of uh, uh, Friends of Rollo. I think it was Captain Rollo's Kids at Sea program. And it's just an unbelievable program. And they've been doing this for decades now, I think. Um, well, not maybe, maybe not decades, but around there, okay, where they take inner city kids that have, you know, they're, they're too poor to see even the ocean and they take them out fishing for the day we've been involved with that we went uh we actually filmed you and me um the 100,000 child that went through the program we did that we were on the dolphin i think with frank lapresti we had michael folks there with us um it was just a, a really really a, a fun way to see the program work and it's fantastic so one of the things they do they have the captains from wicked tuna come out and they get on different boats, and it becomes a challenge, one boat versus the other. Um, for years, it's been uh, Paul Hebert and Dave Marciano, um, two boats. This year, they're going to three boats, okay? They have Dave oh, Marciano. Okay. They have, um, unfortunately, Paul Kim came out this year, but they have, um, I can't remember her name, but she is um, oh, the guy from the pinwheel. Uh, what's his name? Um Tyler. Tyler. So it's Tyler's sister. Tyler. She'll have one boat. Um, we're, we are going to be, I believe, on the ocean on a sea with Dave Marciano. And the other one is Bob. What I, I, I always know him as Bob, but I don't know his last name. I think he's on the Cool Tuna. Okay. Bob Cook. Bob Cook. That's it. So these are, those are the three teams that are going to be there. All right. Yeah, Ron watches a show religiously. I always have to get it on um, on Rewind. But, um, yeah, it's um, it's going to be a fantastic thing. And the money goes to, to pay for these trips for the kids. So it's a good right, all-around right. thing. And why it's called Captain Rollo's? Look up Rollo. Look up Captain Rollo. Um, he passed away young um, in an accident, but he one of the things that he loved to do was to teach kids fishing. Okay, yeah. and um, yeah. that's what they kept on the the legacy. So that's what that's a, that's what it is. It's it's really a lot of fun, and um, I can't believe that there's actually openings. But maybe because they added a third boat, because they've been sold out forever. It was almost impossible to get a spot because the people that would go the previous year would pay already for the next one. So uh, it's a good one, and it's. Uh, 
I want to say almost a day and a half plus, not quite two day, but it's plus. Okay, and um, it's just a lot of fun, and it's it's bragging rights. Yeah. It's uh, best three fish of the boat, so everybody works as a team. So you take your three biggest fish, you weigh them up, and then that's it. Last year, I think the se- one year the separation was about a pound, pound and a half. So it gets pretty competitive. Yeah, yeah, right. right Other right. years we've been completely blown out of the water, but we had a lot of fun. Okay, we had a lot of fun. So that's um, yeah. The way the bluefin have been biting, you know, this this could be an awesome year for tuna yeah, wars. We're tuna about wars eight. It'll be tuna wars eight. Believe yeah, it or not, so. you won't. But and yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, we're going to get a report from Steve Carson here very shortly on this bluefin. Has been saying, yeah. yeah. All right. So right. Um, tomorrow, eight thirty okay. in the morning. Yeah, eight thirty tomorrow morning, eight a.m. You'll you'll get another look at Dream Extreme Derby. Lake Elsinore, that's the ninth annual last year. Mm-hmm. And then at 8.30 and for five airings this week, Tuna War 7, Sergio. All right, my friend, thank you so much. Okay. And um, keep doing the work you're doing. I love it. Okay? okay and and I'll, I'll, be by, I'll be by to pick up that Tenacon. i got to be on the victory on Thursday. So you know that they're, they're fishing deep. I'm coming by and grabbing some. Oh, yeah, yeah, they they are, they are. So come, come on by, sir. Yeah, Ron loves hearing ee. It'd be good. <laughs> uh, okay. All right, take care, my friend. Have a good day. All right, we'll see you guys. All, All right. right. All right yeah, so, uh, yeah, so that's coming. In fact, uh, Ron, let me get you right now. Uh, what's the AC school update? The one on Thursday, the uh, victory is sold out. So thank you for everybody applied. I do have a waiting list if anybody backs out. Um, and then after that, we have the El Dorado. So I can't wait uh, on May 7th. Mm-hmm. And for that, you call the landing at uh, longbeachsportfishing.com. Or now, five, the El Dorado, is it a day and a half? A day and a half. They're all day and a half with us. So so what does that mean? You leave at 8.30 p.m. No, no, but what does that mean? Day and a half? I mean, we can It probably, all depends where the bluefin right, are. The bluefin, bluefin are, within range, right. we could be bluefin tuna fishing. So that, mm-hmm. that's and I do, uh, from what I understand, there are a few spots. So you guys might want to give them a call mm-hmm. at uh, 562-432-8993. But I uh, try to go online and book it first. It's easier that way. Yeah. And they prefer that. It's easier. It's all good. All right, folks. That's on the AC Fishing Schools. Let me um, do a little bit of housekeeping here. Um, fishing Festival, Fishers of Men Fishing Festival was last weekend. We had a good time. We had a good showing. Um, so thank you to everybody that came out, and especially everybody who helped uh, buy all of Cliff's um, fishing gear. It went directly to his wife to cover a lot of the costs, uh, funeral, etc. Um, Mark Romero did a fantastic job, so kudos to Mark. I, I hear it was some that were around $7,000 that, that he was able to sell stuff for to give to Margaret. So we love you for that, Mark, and obviously we miss uh, our dear friend Cliff. And then uh, this Tuesday coming up, Ron, it's Taco Tuesday at Michael's Sports Pub and you Grill. You believe that? I mean, it was like I don't know where the month went. To be honest, yeah, I go. Wow, wait a minute. There's no, but that is the last Tuesday next week. Yeah, yeah. So uh, next week, uh, next Tuesday is Taco Tuesday at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. What's the address, Ron? One five one nine two Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Yeah, I, I know you're impressed, Jonathan. I was very impressed. West, it, there's certain things he know, he remembers, and there's the important <laughs> stuff that he doesn't. But it's okay. At least he remembers something. Okay. Uh, I that, forgot that, my phone number the other day. See what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's all good. So um, that's what's going on. And then the other thing I want to cover, um, 
Yeah, I need to go into this because it's crazy. Uh, I don't know how much time we have in the in this segment, uh, Steve, but I'm going to key it up to you. You just got back from a two-day trip uh, on the American Angler, correct? That is correct. I wish I could have gone. Yeah, and you, you caught, I heard you caught sculpin. <laughs> uh, that's probably one of the few things we didn't catch. Um, we, uh, it was remarkable, remarkable fishing. We got a little bit lucky on the weather. Obviously, the weather's been off and on uh, for the past past couple weeks, but uh, it was still a little bit up, but on the way down, so that, that's a good thing. All right. Well, and listen, I can hear the music. Wait, I don't want to cut you off, but I have to because I want to hear the whole thing in the next segment. i got to take a commercial. This is Angels Radio, AM830KLA, and this song goes out to one of my favorite nephews. Okay, Seth. Okay, I love you, kid. This one's for you. This is Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back. Watch me, oh, watch me, watch me, oh, watch me, watch me, watch me, you do, watch me, watch me, you do, watch me, watch me, you do, okay, oh, crazy, thank you, thank you, do the thank you, thank you, do the thank you, Angels Radio, AMA 30. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio AMA 30 California knows how to party on the tuna California knows how to party like Steve Carson on the American Angler on the city of Angler Chronicles, here in the state of Angels Radio, AMA 30 What's that? Steve Carson. <laughs> Steve Carson. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, let me bring him back. Hey, Steve, American Angler. Man, I saw some of your photos. That's just insane. And I know you had a, a really good trip. And we'll talk. I mean, that's what's going on in Southern California right now. They kind of broke open on Wednesday. Okay, when the three-quarter day, they call it full day, but it's pretty, pretty much a, a three-quarter day goes out. And she comes back with limits of bluefin in U.S. waters. You know life is good. So 
Angler, uh, um, American Angler. Tell me, tell them, tell everybody about your trip. So we, we left at nine in the morning and uh, went at. It's not a very far area, and it's all in U.S. waters. We're about 35, 40 miles out. And during the daytime, uh, uh, the first day that we fished was uh, Wednesday. During the daytime, the fish were still a little bit scattered. They didn't really want to bite. We didn't catch too many till after dinner. After dinner, when now Ron, pay pay attention and, and visualize what Sergio would have done. Okay. After dinner, the fish started to bite, and the later it got, the better they were biting. Sergio would have been in bed. Oh yeah, I would have totally missed the. Uh, I would have missed the bite. Yeah. So before the sun came up, the following morning, before there was even just the slightest hint of dawn. We had our two-day limits, which is four bluefin tuna per person, two per day. We had our, our two-day limits of bluefin tuna before the same sun even came up on day two. Wow. And, uh, you know, it was a mixed size. We didn't catch any giants. As far as I know, we didn't hook any, none that I heard of, but some very nice ones. Um, what was the average? Was, what were the sizes? From what I what? would say the average size was 30 to 35 pounds, and the range was about 20 to about 55 pounds. Mm-hmm. My biggest was 53 pounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were biting, for the size of the fish, they were biting smaller jigs. Um, you know, uh, it's been typical the last couple of years for those nighttime bluefin mm-hmm. for people to be using big 300, 400. A few people even use 500 gram I heard, I heard they, they like the, the 1 to 120 gram, right? Yeah, they're they're feeding on something small. They were they were uh, uh, spitting up some very very small bait fish uh, that they're feeding on down there. Literally like one inch stuff. So so a big jig was not what they were interested in. Uh, I well, listen, since you're talking hard. about the bite, let me clear something up. Uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, Ron's microphone. If you heard something, the problem is that you got him as he was in, in mid-swallow. Um, what do we got here, okay, is Jonathan brought... Wait, don't be laughing. Jonathan, yeah, Jonathan, Jonathan brought donuts. But he what's really them. cool about these donuts is that they painted with icing... Uh, the Angler Chronicles logo. I'll post a picture. They're, they're they fantastic. Melt in your mouth. They're amazing. Yeah, and then, and then oh, and, and Tony says it melts in his mouth. I love that. Okay, but these donuts are really, really nice. Unfortunately, uh, I can't touch them. But Ron, they were good. Actually, well, you always ask oh, look, questions yeah, yeah, at the said, wrong time. <laughs> it wasn't me asking. It was it was uh, Steve Carson. But yeah, Carson, they're biting, and um, the, but the phenomenon has been that. They, they just don't like the day. They like to come out at night. I think these are party people. Okay, they're party tunas. They come out at night. During the day, they sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Sergio, Sergio, if you if you had had uh, done your usual thing, you would have you would have gotten up as we were moving along because we had full li- full limits of bluefin tuna for everybody on the boat, and uh, we were counting them down. It's funny. We I mean we knew exactly how many we had. And it was like, okay, we got, we, we can catch three more. We can catch two more. Oh, that, somebody's hooked up. Oh, that one got away. Okay, we can still catch two more. It was mm-hmm. classic. And when we had well, that but if you day, make that much noise on deck, I will. You won't let me sleep, so I'll get up and go catch a few. But um, I would have figured out where your where your bunk was and gone right to that spot on the deck and, like, jumped up and down. Actually, just throw a tuna on me. I'd be good. <laughs> but anyway, listen, um, so what did you do the rest of the trip? Well, um, th- there weren't a lot of yellowtail biting that we know of, although, of course, uh, there has been a few yellowtail caught uh, yesterday. But uh, we, 
we figured, well, okay, we can't really go catching yellowtail. What can we do? Let's go fish for rockfish. And nobody was really ready. Uh, just everybody had their tuna gear, so they, you know, they broke out the, you know, the heavy sinkers and the two hook canyons, et cetera, et cetera. Lucky for me, literally as a last-minute decision, as I was packing up my car, I said, you know, I'm going to bring one of my slow-pitch rods just because I, w- I wanted to try to catch a tuna with it, and I actually did. One of my tuna that I caught, I did catch on slow-pitch jigging gear. That was, that was quite the challenge. Everybody was highly entertained by it on the boat. Um, but um, then when we decided to go for rockfish, I said, okay, now, now you're talking – and they're looking at me, they're like, what are you going to do with that little toy rod? And I said, I'm going to catch more rockfish than you. And, um, and it wasn't much of a deal to, 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 to slightly change the hook setup on, on one of my tuna jigs. In fact, I was using a bigger jig for the rockfish than I was for the tuna. Uh, for the tuna, uh, either a, a 120 or a 170 gram jig was the size. That wasn't quite heavy enough to get down. We were fishing about 450 feet, so I went up to a 220-gram jig, which is still not that big. I'm not that metric, but I think 220 grams is around 9 ounces. Right. Not really that big, but the trick is with the, uh, with the super light braid, the 20-pound braid uh, that I was using on my very small pen, uh, Fathom 10 Extra Narrow Reel, which is smaller, Sergio, you might recall, that the old Ambassador 5000s, mm-hmm. the, the Pen Fathom 10 is actually smaller than that. And uh, I was very, very easily reaching that 450-foot depth with that, with that jig. I was bit every single time within five seconds. So, so now on the, on, the, on the jig for slow pitch, you put 20-pound braided line. What do you use right. as top shot? Uh, it's... Luckily, rockfish are not that finicky, and obviously they don't stress the gear like tuna gear. So I, so I was just using about five feet of 40-pound chest monofilament. Okay, Nothing 40. too fancy. Not, not necessary. Okay, um, and, and the key is in monofilament. I think the monofilament helps the little stretchy you get right there. It's kind of cool. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah, but when you're fishing that deep, and the gear is light, remember the rod is about like, it's it's actually about like a trout rod. I mean, it's literally that flexible. So you don't want too much stretch, because with uh, 450 feet of line out, when you get a bite, you want to make sure you can get the hook in them. And uh, it, again, it was just remarkable. My jig would be going down as fast as everybody else's two pound sinker. Mm-hmm. You know, we would hit the bottom, and they would be kind of be fumbling around trying well, to. Ha- I have an idea. Bite. I have an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the I flexibility, the flexibility I could do with a fishing syndicate XL, I could get that flexibility. The XL. I talked to Oliver about it. He goes, Sergio, take the XL. And then I'll put the electric reel on it. And then I'm going to laugh. So I'll do the whole <clears throat> slow pitch jig. And when I nail him, just <clears throat> turn the button. It's really Ron, cool. Ron, shoot him. No, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, nope. Because. He's fun to have around. No, <laughs> slow pitch. No slow pitch. Electric slow pitch. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I'm here with William and, and Jonathan and, and Ron. Ron grew up doing the electric slide, so I just. <laughs> I forgot all about that song. All right, well, you, you dude, I saw you break dancing. I saw some videos of you break dancing. Yeah, I oh, broke my yeah. hip. Yeah, but it didn't lie. Right. <laughs> so no, so um, so basically, you had a two day. 
that was amazing on the tuna that forced you to go rock fishing to do something the second day. That is, that is a good problem to have. Okay, Definitely. and um, that really sets up for the rest of the conversation. Um, it was a finicky bite at first in the evening, but now you have the San Diego, for example, went out. That's just a day boat. They leave in the morning. They come in the afternoon. That's so awesome. Yeah, with limits of bluefin tuna. And they can't be very far. What does the San Diego do, 8 to 10 knots? And they were... Yeah, his, the, the maximum range of, what, of what's called the three-quarter day boats, what it is is they're, they're, they're 12-hour boats because at 12 hours and one minute, uh, the Coast Guard says you have to captain. have two captains on right. board. Mm-hmm. So, really? so they're, they're, they're 12-hour boats. And the most they can do, if you want to have any amount of fishing time whatsoever, is about 40 miles. That's their absolute maximum outsize range. All right. Hold on to that thought. Folks, we are on uh, Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLAA. No, this is not Cuba. Oh, it, it is Havana, ooh la la, but it's not, it's not Cuba. We're still in Southern California. This is Angler Chronicles. Totally, totally. You just have to see these guys dancing in here. Ron's hip is on the move. All right, folks, we'll be right back. Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Brie, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody. Boy, with this song, I saw Steve doing the moonwalk on the American Angler. You were doing the moonwalk. I saw your pictures. Uh, uh, let me just tell us to everybody, if you're on Facebook, definitely go to Friends of Angler Chronicles. You'll be very, very pleasantly entertained. Steve Carson takes over the uh, group, and he, anything that we talk about, he shares. So you will see uh, information on Lake Elsinore, the yurts, the airstreams. You're going to see information on wipers, and, and it's... 
Everything that we talk about, Steve posts up. So if you have anything that you want to learn, it's right there. Okay, Steve, you have a, a very um, um, attentive ear here because uh, William really likes this slow pitch jig thing. Okay, in fact, we went out, uh, what, a week ago? We went out to the 14-mile bank, and he was slow pitching. And Steve, don't ever go yeah, slow sure. pitching. Don't ever go slow pitching with Sergio. I, I'll tell you why. I pulled the trick on it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go so tell. we're shooting for 650. That was the, the mark we were looking for as far as death. He said, okay, go ahead and drop it. I was probably two and a half minutes later. I look over at the monitor, 980 feet. <laughs> and you'll claim it was an accident. <laughs> exactly. and, then, and I said, I said, oh, we're a little deep. Just bring it in. And he looks at me, and I just went, But I'm like, really, dude? Yeah, but I went, And he just starts laughing. I just smiled. Yeah. Smiling. But he, he was slow-pitched chicken, and 977 feet was actually oh. the point. But here's the, the realization. So I was using uh, a 300-gram uh-huh. jig. Yeah. And which was probably maybe six and a half inches long. I caught a fish almost three, three, four inches, and I felt that bite down at 700 feet. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? It's that, amazing. That's the amazing thing about the whole deal. You know, it's not like, oh, do I have a bite or not? You're no. kind of winding up, and eventually you see, oh, look, I caught something. You're actually sport fishing, and, you know, certainly the, in our area, the most popular rockfish is probably the vermilion rockfish everybody calls them reds and um even even when you're down 450 500 600 feet you hook one on that light uh slow pitch gear and for the first 100 feet coming up before they they begin to decompress they fly like a calico you're actually sport fishing mm-hmm. for rockfish now you know what some people go out rockfish fishing or they've been doing it all their lives and they drop, they're used to dropping down heavy gear and grinding up, uh, you know, meat, you know, and, and that's fine if that's what you want to do. But what slow pitch allows, it allows you still to catch. Remember, the limits are a lot less than they were, uh, you know, a couple decades ago. Um, you could still catch your limit of rockfish, and you're actually sport fishing. Mm-hmm. You're not just winding up sandwich meat or taco right, but, meat but, or whatever but, it may be. So talk about this. For anybody that wants to do it, it's very important to use what pound spectra, Steve, and why? Well, you want to use Superblade line. Spectra is a brand. Mm-hmm. You're talking about gel spun polyethylene line. just want to make sure that, that I correct Sergio because, of course, he needs to be corrected. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to say okay. something on that subject. You know, you what, really have to handle. You really have to hand it to short people because <laughs> they usually can't reach it. So, oh, I wasn't going there. You got, but but yeah, you got to keep never the never poke a sleeping bear. <laughs> but so go ahead. What, just like Sergio, how many years in a row did I do my one sentence trout fishing seminar? One sentence. If you ignore everything else everybody says and when you're fishing for trout here it is use two pound test line mm-hmm. that's the end of the trout fishing seminar if you just do that you immediately doubled your catch bubble bubble you're slow pitch jigging for rockfish here's the one sentence seminar use 20 pound test grade that's all you gotta do and you're but, tell, catch but tell them why tell them why 20 pounds because it's very, very thin mm-hmm. and allows your jig, so you don't have to use a big old giant honking 500-gram jig. You can use a very reasonable, 
250, 300 gram jig, and it will sink like a bullet. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and, uh, and and just like just like the wipers in Lake Elsinore, rockfish are not known for being super finicky. If you get something in front of their face, they're going to bite it. Right. So, and, and if you do not have a setup, a slow pitch jig setup, what you can do is you probably want a 500 to 600 size reel. Okay, um, not a small reel. You want a reel that has some uh, good spool diameter. Okay, you don't want something too tiny because you'll be turning the handle forever. Um, so you want something like I would say, by the size of a 500, 600, and then yeah, you're gonna have to spend some money to put some 20 pound, te- some 20 pound um, super poly whatever line. Okay, spectrum. Shell spun polyethylene, and yes, that's if the, if there's a downside to all this, it's of course. The line is a little bit more expensive than what you yeah. might be typically used to. But, but real, it lasts. Really want to go deep. Uh huh. But it lasts a long time. That's so you're kind of good. It lasts a long time. That that is true. Monofilament and even fluorocarbon, to a degree, are, are pretty adversely affected by ultraviolet light. So if you leave them out in the sunlight, out in the sunshine, you know, just even in the rod holders. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it, it goes bad fairly fast. All right. So, um, what size what size jig would you recommend for six hundred feet? For six hundred feet, if you got twenty pound braid on your pen, fathom fifteen extra narrow, that's the size I use for the super deep size stuff. Um, you can do just fine with about a three hundred gram jig, maybe three fifty. A lot depends on the shape too. If you sort of a uh, teardrop shape like like a flat ball, those actually don't sink as fast. Um, I like a longer, skinnier knife jig. They're they're a little more obviously a little more streamlined. They sink faster, mm-hmm. but a 300, 350 gram jig is plenty. And remember that the rods are rated not for the line, and it's in the tiny print. So I gotta I gotta look really close, Sergio. You'll have to put on your reading glasses, um, and the rods will be rated for the weight of the lure, not the weight of the line. Yep. So if a rod is rated for, let's just say. 250 gram jigs, uh, you don't really want to use a 300 gram jig. Uh, uh, you know, you want to stay at or just slightly below whatever the rod is rated for in terms of jig weight. Okay, I'm good, good, good. This is very key information because I know if you go down to San Diego, you get into tuna, and there's be a lot of the local boats here may may take a longer trip down to tuna. But if it's not tuna, the other the other game in town is rockfish, and if you want to try this technique, it's very it's a lot of fun. Okay. Sergio, let me let me add one other thing. You've got a lot of old timers that remember the old days of rock cod fishing, and they you know they remember using eighty pound test line. Well, a couple couple things have changed. Number one, that was Dacron line. Mm-hmm. So eighty pound was pretty thick. It was almost rope, uh, which means you had to use a very heavy sinker just to get it down to the proper depth. Also, although the 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 depth laws have changed, the hook rules have not changed. So back in the day, it would be very normal for somebody to be dropping down 10, 15, 20 hooks or more baited hooks. And those were hard to sink. And then, of course, you'd be winding the fish back up. You might have 10 or more for, more fish hooked at one time. Now, the law says two hooks maximum. That's why I really and, enjoy going out with William. Okay, he puts his two hooks, sends it down, and 
977 feet. <laughs> and he gets a little tug, and he goes, oh, I go, you better check your bait. So up he comes. Well, he, oh, I got bait. Send it back down. Oh, we're going to make a move. Sergio, you don't put bait on jigs. You know what you know my favorite one? You know what my favorite one is? Hey, they get to the bottom. That's all. Oh, reach the bottom. Hey, I'm guys, we're going to move. We're going to move. We're off the spot. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and it's, not, it's only 977 feet. Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't much. I mean, oh, God. No, but anyway, um, this is a, a really good, fun way to entertain yourself with, with rockfish. In fact, Ron, this is what you should be doing. You, you're rock hard, Ron. you got to lead on this. Okay, so uh, Carson, I gotta get you on a boat. We gotta do this together with William and Ron. I, mean, I want to try it too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something a little bit different, different type of rod. Um, you know, the real no problem. But I'll put twenty on it. And we'll have some fun. But I wanna, I wanna say so. Down in San Diego right now, the the bluefin are busting wide open. Okay, um, if you come up a little bit here, I went fishing on Thursday out of Dana Wharf. Looks like a little bit of a red tide. However, all their boats are coming in with full loads of uh, rockfish as well. So um, this is a good time to fill the freezer. Okay, uh, just check the, um, the, the the limits. They've changed. Vermilion's only four, not not like before. You could have ten. Now it's only four. So the, a few of them have regulations. Read them. If not, just call. Andrew, I'll put Andrew's cell phone here. He loves to be called after 10 p.m. So just call him, um, especially at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. That's the best time to reach him. Okay, he'd be, Earthworm, you still there? Oh, he ducked out. Yeah, no, I'm there. Uh, no, okay, you just woke up. Okay. You woke up, Sergio. Good work. Yeah, yeah, well, listen, you got to be careful with the earthworm. I don't even know what to feed an earthworm. Okay, that's the thing. I don't know, I don't know what to feed him. And he looks at me and he wiggles. All slimy little sucker. All right. All right. But um, no, but it, that's what's happening. Okay. Uh, and then if we go north of here, we go up in Ventura, Channel Island area, white sea bass. And Andrew, I know you posted this stuff too. These are big white sea bass. Yeah, I was talking to uh, to Tucker yesterday. Uh, he's the owner of Ventura uh, mm-hmm. Landing and Mendoza, a couple boats. He got on them yesterday. It was wide open, and these fish are excess around fifty pounds. Yeah, the, uh, I mean they're not the, all that size. Mm-hmm. But they yeah, well, the Aloha, the Aloha Spirit had a sixty-two pounder this week, and not only that. They're also getting some very, very large uh, halibut, okay? I yeah, saw the halibut. In fact, it was the Aloha Spirit again. They had white sea bass, two over 50 pounds, one over 60. And on top of that, they had, uh, I, can't be, I can't see here how big that halibut. That halibut has to be in the 30 to 40 pound range. Oh, okay. And um, all in, in one in one trip. So uh, it all depends what you want to fish for. I would highly recommend um, checking out Steve's uh, <coughs> video on slow pitch jig. Okay. He goes over all the information that you need to know. I know you've been watching them religiously, William, okay, because you were doing exactly the same. And he goes, how do I look? I said, you don't look like Steve, but yeah, you're good. Okay. What? What? So you want me, you want me to call you the... the uh, Steve Jr. Okay, look. He's the fishing encyclopedia. You might be the fishing thesaurus or dictionary. How's that? That's a good one. I could have said fishing for dummies, but I didn't say that. I did not say that. 
See, this is wow. what I, I, got, I got attacked. I got attacked this morning. So Nobody rabbit knew holes what to say on that one. Bigger right there, Ron. You're next. <laughs> Ron, I'm coming. Uh, thank you. I do. You got a, one more segment. I do have an announcement here. As soon as you guys are done. Okay. Well, no. Go ahead. Give me the announcement here. Okay, guys. Speaking of uh, Dana Wharf, uh, the Helena. If you uh, book a trip anywhere, anytime during the year, if you book it before January, January, June fifteenth. You get 20% off because of Angler Chronicles. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so now let me repeat that without no stutters in there. You book a trip through the whole year, no matter when, this whole year, before June 15th, you get 20% off. On the Helena. On the Helena. Okay, good. I love that. Yeah, so that's really cool. All right, so um, anyway... um, it, really good fishing up and down the coast, um, and like you know, we, we hear week after week from Andrew. Um, you know, the the lakes are biting, the lakes are biting, and you got all kinds of fish. Lake Elsinore is biting. People just don't know, and I think it's the best kept secret in Southern California. Okay, and um, I think Lake Elsinore has been humming since back in the seventies. I remember that. Yeah. So based on the seventies. Turn it up, Leilani. Based on the 70s, here it comes. I'm talking my time now. The 1770s? Yeah. <laughs> you were there. Oh, you man. were there at Waterloo, bro. Take it in and rock you, baby. Look at everybody knows this song. All right. When we come back. No, you have to beat up. Let me come back. Steve Carson's going to tell you the name of the song and who wrote it. Okay, when we come back, this is Angels Radio, AMA 30. I know you already know it. That's why. The who? The Hughes Corporation. George McCray, babe. That's what I got here. Anyway, we'll be right back. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLA. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or freshwater, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. Angels Radio. AMA 30. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. That's right. You can't touch this. Unless you're blind. Pretty good. <laughs> oh, sing it. Sing it, Jonathan. Oh, my Lord. Thank you for blessing me. 
<laughs> That's easy. I know this stuff. I can even do the little. I used to be able to do the dance. That's well, not Barbara. Take me now. Emphasis on Ron the, used the to wear the dance. parachute pants. <laughs> it still has. In fact, I still have a pair of those. By the way, <laughs> yeah, you were on the last trip. They're I saw. Yeah, you saw him right? on the last yes, trip. Yes, I did. Yeah. It was not okay. called pajamas. <laughs> no, no, no. He actually wears them out. But I got a new shirt thanks to Steve Carson. I got that. Thank you. By the way. Oh, man, you better be wearing it. When uh, of course out. I will, I will. Okay, I'll, yeah, they're going to a concert. Hey, don't forget the Geritol. No, <laughs> man, well, uh, luckily, See, I, I guarantee even, we will not be the oldest ones in the, in the audience. I don't even you have think to say we're not, anything. We're, uh, we're going to be the oldest ones there, don't you think? They sink themselves. No. I don't have to say a word. Wow. I love it. Okay, I cannot wait, man. Me oh. and Steve Carson at a rock concert. We're going to love this, baby. Well... Literally a rock. That's concert. what I was saying. A rock I'm giving concert. you guys. I'm giving you guys full warning right now. But yeah. um, wow. That's well, but they up, were there. They were there when they invented fire. <laughs> but let me, let me talking about fire. And you can't touch this, folks. I want to um, just implore you. Get a hold of um, William. Um, and if you have any questions, if not, I want you to go to lercasino.com. Okay, and get on there, and when you look at the events, you'll see it. It's the 10th annual Dream Extreme Fishing Derby. They have, you can buy just the entry, which I believe is $120 for two people over a two-day period. Okay, so that's 30 bucks a day per person. Or, I highly recommend, buy their package, which gives you two-night stay at the casino, and includes the entry fee for two people for 320 bucks. I think that's where it's at. All the events will be uh, obviously on the lake. Weigh-in will be right in front of the bobber. Ron, Tony, and Andrew will be handling that. And then we go over to the casino every night. We get the awards. We have dinner. Dinner is provided by Carne de Teresa. So we thank uh, our dear friends at Carne de Teresa. And it, it's on like Donkey Kong. And then um, one other thing uh, for those of you that uh, need a boat. Uh, on-site JT Boat Rentals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number is 951-777-2866. So it's JT Rentals. Rentals, And you know what? They've been sponsoring us on that lake for every, for every event, so I want to thank JT personally, okay, because we will be on a boat again. You know, filming out of that. So if you're going to be at the Derby, um, when we come by, okay, what does that mean? Show me your fish. But don't do what my dear friend Mike did last year. He un- he unstrapped his stringer, and then he lays it back down without strapping it back in. And Rhonda goes, really? Oh. <laughs> so all her fish were gone. But th- that's what happens. And, and you know what? Here's the deal. They laughed about we it. We laugh about and it. And you know what? That's what it's all about, having a good time. You win some money, you win some money. Most people will. I have never, and Ron tells the story the best, but that crop, you remember that, Ron? Yeah, you know, like this little kid, you know, he was so he was so embarrassed about bringing this little tiny mm-hmm. fish up, 0.072 ounces, and he won $1,500. Yeah. yeah, it was the only hey, crop he turned I'm in. telling you right now. <laughs> so the only strategy that I can tell people is everybody's going to try for the catfish because it's the easiest thing to catch. Some people will go after the bass, and you will catch them. Wipers, they're, they're going to catch you. Okay, you don't have to catch them. They're going to catch you. But nobody goes after the crappie or the carp. And carper, you know, Ron, uh, Steve Carson and I were having a great conversation yesterday about carp and how intelligent. Now, they're, they're very, very intelligent. Once they've seen something, they don't want to try it again. Okay, and uh, but carp is good. You cannot 
feed them arrows, okay, and for the tournament. So, but they still love arrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah but earthworm, no, no arrows. arrows. But you know what? You can feed them. We will have. I'm getting a bunch of uh, questions on the Mac baits and the bite on occasion, which we will have at the store and the night before at the captain's meeting. You know, I don't have any of that. We'll you're, you're, you'll be, you we'll have, have to be at the captain's meeting on the 19th. Oh, okay, that's the point. The rules are read on the 19th, right? Yes. Um, and everything good. So, guys, really, if you want to have some fun and with a good chance of winning some money, this is the way to go. Um, it's just we, about a 200 of us, get, 100 to 200 of us get together, and it's just have a, good a lot of fun. Okay, bring the wives, um, the whole thing. If they don't want to go in the tournament, they can stay at the hotel. They can go into town. Main Street is one of the most beautiful places. It, 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 they, they've tried to keep the old mixed with the new. Restaurants are insane. Okay, great restaurants. Yeah, okay, and if you want to eat by the lake, I mean, one of my favorite places is Jack's still there. Yeah. The barbecue, and if not, you come into town, and you've got the two Mexican restaurants across the street from each other. Choose one, okay? You're by the casino, man. You gotta go see my friend Vincenzo. Vincenzo, he's a good paisano. Huh? He's a good paisano. Was, was went there uh, on Thursday. Yeah. Very delicious. And and you'll get to actually meet the owner. I I remember going. I think with you and Kim Cousins, we were there. Mm-hmm. He comes out, he looks at me, sees the name Sergio, and wonders. And then I come out speaking Italian, actually Sicilian, because Sicilian has a different accent. And he goes, oh, and he starts talking. Remember, we had a nice conversation there in, in Italian. It's been a long time. But anyway, um, yeah. So there's a lot. To to do everybody market calendars May 19th, 20th, and 21st. Um, the city really is looking forward to it. Very, very, the hospitality is just insane. So, thank you, Jonathan, for, for doing that. In fact, I have to mention once again um, Earthworm, you cannot show your face in studio for a long time, especially now because you always forget to bring the donuts. This oh, morning, I think Jonathan came in with donuts, but not only donuts. These donuts had icing with the Angler Chronicle logo on the donut. So the bar, you know what? There's no bar anymore. I think, okay, well, you just drop the mic, you, you get, okay? That was a mic drop, done there. Uh, I'm going to post a picture of these things. It's absolutely gorgeous, okay? And uh, thank you for going to all the trouble. I want to thank uh, my wife, Janelle, who who we sat up yesterday, last night, and, and did them for you. So. Oh, that's so sweet. Just a real thank you for you guys. Um, seriously, Sergio, you and Ron have always taken care of me, you know, my birthday last week. And by the way, happy birthday, William. Oh, His yeah. birthday is like he just that Sunday. right before mine. Yeah. It, my, his is on the 14th and mine's on the 15th. No, wait. Yours is on the... My wife's on the 14th. Yours the 15th. Are you guys sure? (laughs) (laughs) But you guys have always, you know, I've known you guys for nine years, and you guys have always taken care of the city and and always treated us like family. So really appreciate it. Because it's reciprocal, and this is what I want our listeners to to hear this. It's not just us. You guys are like this with everyone. You're very accommodating. You're very hospitable and um, approachable approachable yeah I like that word run and and so um, it's a great place it's a great place to do a lot I mean I don't know of any other lake you can get in the middle of the lake and go 150 miles an hour okay and I have actually seen a video of William approaching 100 miles an hour and those cheeks were a flapping okay you were flapping yeah flapper flapper Okay. Oh, that visual. That, that, uh, hey, 
It's on. It's on Facebook. Why is that I signed. It was. It was good. No, but I mean, uh, it's all good. It's all good, and yeah. you can do that. You can water ski. You can do whatever you want. Well, maybe water ski with a um, with a suit. Well, the well once once the, the the water gets better. But you know, one of the things you guys always talk about is buying a kid uh, a taco box rather than the Xbox. Yes, mm-hmm. buddy of mine, uh, Gary Tams. Gary, thank you very much. He he brings his 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 son out fishing all the time, and and when I was out uh, a couple of weeks ago with um, with Bob fishing, there's a, a a guy who went on a trip, and I think I told you guys uh, he went on a on a on a fishing trip with us. Mm-hmm. He remembers Sergio, and he remembers William, and he sends uh, the kids were on spring break. He sends them down to Launch Point instead of sitting in front of the TV. They come down and they fish. That's awesome. And they take pictures of the fish and everything. So I, I, I really appreciate you guys really promoting that. You know, get them a, a tackle box rather than the Xbox. So thank you guys for that. Yeah, you know, and uh, more and more, you know, we, we have, uh, my, my kid's 32 years old now, but um, oh. Seth, how old is yours? Seth is what? Uh, 19. 19. 19 now. Yeah. And you got you got grandkids, right? Yeah, I got grandkids. So uh, d- uh, actually, DJ loves William because he uh, got to hold when we did the stocking. Yeah. There's a picture of William and, and, and DJ with uh, his first catfish, and he goes to um, uh, Bart Hall, and he loves fishing at, yeah. at Bart Hall. So, so you know what? The only way to to make sure that um, fishing continues is to pass it on to the next generation. So, unfortunately, I'm not too pleased with the new generation. What's it called? Z, Z something. They just I call them lost, but it's okay. We can bring them back. But you know who I blame? Not the kids. That's right, the parents. parents, Okay. Um, And so you know what, guys? Let's do our bit. A lot of us are grand. Well, a lot of you guys are grandparents and uncles uh, and and cousins. Get the kids involved. Get them off that phone. Get them off that computer, and make it happen. Um, I got about a minute and a half. I just want to thank both of you for coming in tell you that I love this city of Lake Elsinore but I also want to do something very special I haven't done in a while I want to thank everybody who listens to the show I am just simply amazed on the number of messages we get throughout the show the private messages I thank you from the bottom of my heart with Ron we are just so appreciative of everything you guys do Uh, let you know that we love you and we thank you for supporting all our causes as well all right I know the television show is one thing and the radio show is another but we're all one and uh, I thank you for listening. I know it's early in the morning, but what we hope is that you grabbed a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. heard a little bit of fishing, got a chance to laugh a little bit, and uh, and enjoy. All right. So, and I'll leave you with one last thing, and that's basically be kind to one another. Okay, that's the one thing that I stress every single time. Be one, be kind to one another. Okay, and. Um, Oh, shut up and fish. <laughs> shut up and fish. But here's a good one. Here's a quote for the day. Okay? Life can only be understood backwards. Amen. But it must be lived forwards. Kierkegaard said that. I like All that. right, everybody. Mic drop. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, William. Lake Elsinore. Dream Extreme, May 19th, 20th, 21. We'll see you guys there. This is Angler Chronicles. We out of here. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.